When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's June. The Phillies are on fire in traditional, can we say traditional Phillies fashion? This is the Powder Blue Podcast. Frank Close, Jeff Mosher, and Jeff, this is a little bit of a different team once again now that the calendar has turned. Yes, it is June. Kyle Schwarber is hitting home runs, as apparently he only you know has to wait until June to start doing. Um, and things have picked up, man, since our last podcast. Uh, I can't remember what I said I'd be happy with on the trip you know i definitely wanted the the phillies to be over 500 and start to get it going but we mentioned you know you've got three against the nats and three against the uh no no we did a. it was the dodgers that's what it was dodgers diamondbacks seven games and i was hoping for four and three so we got what three four five oh no 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 then the, the if you count the a's right it became a's have to count right yeah, we did ten games. I said I was hoping for six wins is what I what I believe that that I would feel really good about. And they wound up getting more than that. Yeah, eight, so, right? so they, they two. get so, two out of three from the Dodgers, three out of four from the Diamondbacks, and sweeping the A's. So three plus three plus two, that is eight. Now I don't know if you remember this uh about last year, Frank. I'm sure the parallels will be there is a certain parallel that's obvious. This is right around the time um, where they fired Joe Girardi and they won like nine games in a row or something like that. Yeah. Right. And then same here is, is right, right at the start of the Dodger series is like kind of around the time last year that they fired Girardi. And of course, you know, what do the Phillies do? They take two out of three from the Dodgers and they take three out of four from the Diamondbacks and sweep the athletics. But just like last year, I don't know if you remember this, when they won those nine games in a row, they gained zero games <laughs> on the Braves because the Braves have won like 12 in a row and you look at the standings, and it's great that the Phillies are playing so much better and just went on this great, you know, uh, streak here, and hopefully it continues. But they didn't really gain. The only team they gained on was the Mets, and that's great <laughs> and all. But only one game on the Marlins and none on the Braves. And and that's, like, really – it's deflating and disappointing to play that well and not really make up that much ground in the standings. It's early, and they have a chance coming up to do it. However – when when the Phillies do this, you would love to see them gain some some good gains in the or you know games in the standings on these teams, and and the fact that they haven't kind of sucks. But at least they're way better positioned now for a wild card berth. I mean, well, the Mets seem to have dropped into oblivion uh, and yeah. <laughs> become irrelevant once again. Now thirty four and thirty eight, so they started this stretch ahead of the Phillies, right? 
by a few games. And wow, <laughs> what a what a uh, what a Mets tank in the typical Mets fashion. Now, who knows? They still have a lot of talent, but mm-hmm. uh, but they are they are at a significant disadvantage at this point. Now, the Phillies, I, I would argue at this point, uh, given the Phillies injuries, given the fact they don't have a fifth starter. You're kind of not competing to win the East as it is, <laughs> you know. So I guess I, I think that I, <laughs> I think that you're trying at this point to be a wild card, and and you know this roster is built. You know, kind of the idea of Dave Dombrowski had last year was, hey, this is built to be a wild card. You can slip in, and then the front half of this roster, you know, can can be compete with anybody, right? Right. I think we're right. talking that. I think we're talking that again because uh, while the Phillies uh, did not creep up on the Marlins much, while they are still eight games behind the Braves, the same eight games they were behind the Braves <laughs> ten games ago, mm-hmm. despite going eight and two, uh, they are better positioned to to take a wild card. So uh, now, if you look at the the wild card standings, Phillies are now one game out of that, mm-hmm. and of course they're the Dodgers have have been pretty bad the last 10 games. So uh, they've, they've gained significant ground on the Dodgers. Uh, by the way, the Giants is another team we need to talk to. They've won eight in a row to really become relevant again. The so, Giants are, yeah, they're good. They they are, man, they build a team that's perfect for their ballpark. And, and just like guys you don't, you don't expect to be so good or, you know, Conforto's now coming back and playing well. And J.D. Davis, I guess if you're a former Met, you always do well for the Giants. Wilmer Flores. <laughs> Yeah. So, so when you're, you know, when you're considering how the Phillies might do this, I mean, if you look at the wild card standing, so they're, they're right, they're right ahead of Milwaukee. I think that's something you would expect the Phillies to be. And, and, and then the one below them. So Milwaukee's two games over 500. And then the Padres are two games under 500. So those are the two teams behind the Phillies in the wild card standing. If you go down from there, Pittsburgh, Mets, Cubs, you're starting to see this this whole playoff potential picture kind of flesh out as you would expect, with the exception of the Marlins. Yeah, man. and uh, you know the Marlins, I think they're kind of legit, Frank. I mean, I'm th- this happens. I feel like Jorge Soler is the is the I don't know what the word is. He's the most front running player in baseball when he's on a good team that hits the ball well around him. Then he's great. When he's on a bad team that doesn't, he's, he he kind of like fades into the oblivion. But him and Arays, right? Arays hit batting over four hundred right now, five for five the other night. By the way, we'll, um, we'll get to him in a second. But keep going. Yeah, and the way Soler's power has come on, and obviously their pitching is a lot better. Um, they're formidable. So you know, you know, we got the 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 Phillies of the Mets and Braves coming up. It's gonna. I, when do we? The, I'm trying to think when the next Marlins series is. It's a little bit away. I hate how there's so few anymore. I, you know. Know, I, I mean, I, I love the I love the six series against the the East. Now I, I, it feels like there's too much in between where you don't see somebody. Yeah, they don't play the Marlins again until the end of July, like after the All Star break, which is kind of amazing. But um, you know, the Marlins are formidable. I think they're going to stick around. So how about uh, how about a raise? Let's talk about him for a second. The Twins. Traded him to the Marlins despite the fact he won the batting title in the American League last year. Right, that doesn't happen every day. And and what were the Twins thinking? I forgot who they got in return. Do you remember? Was it the was it um, a pitcher? Oh yeah. So the so the so the, the if you remember the Marlins, they they knew they had some some surplus pitching to trade, mm-hmm. and uh, of course the 
the one that it was uh, Pablo Lopez. Oh, Lopez, who, right? Yeah, who was yeah. was a nice pitcher over the years. Now last year he wasn't as 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 strong. He was somebody right. I liked, and he's someone I had on my fantasy team a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, that I mean they did they did pay a, a decent price. I, a prospect went to the Twins as well, but. But really, overall, in fact, if, if I'm looking at Sports Illustrated right now, there's an article about it. it says that it calls this embarrassing for the Twins. <laughs> really is, especially since I know they're in first place in the Central, but they're in first place with a below 500 record. So, I mean, <laughs> just, uh... yeah, yeah. So, so to put this erase thing into perspective, he has three five hit games this month. That is unbelievable. The He's most in a group. career, right? Yeah. Guess how many it is. Most in a career. So he's got five, three five-hit games this month. How many is the most in somebody's entire career? Oh, God. It's got to be like someone like Wade Boggs or Tony Gwynn. Probably like six. Oh, it's ten. Ten is ten the most, mile. and that was by Pete Rose. So, oh, of course, Pete Rose. Duh. Yeah. Right. So he is. He. So of course, he could be the first four hundred hitter since Ted Williams back in nineteen forty-one. I mean, this is a. This is. He is. He is personally propelling the Marlins. Yeah. Where they are. I wish I could. Uh, I wish he was on a different team so I could root for him to hit four hundred. <laughs> like yeah. So, so he's leading the majors in hits, batting average, and on base percentage. Which, which uh, now his batting average and on base percentage are both four hundred. <laughs> it's really so, incredible. Yeah, I know. So he doesn't walk. So I, I would use that. I would. Uh, I would try to use that to your advantage if I'm facing him. But, uh, but that, but that is that is pretty pretty uh, significant. So he's sixth in OPS, nine forty one. So, all right, so he's not he's not hitting for a ton of power, right? But um, twelve players have a higher WAR than he does at this point. So, so his is at two point seven. Shohei Otani is at three point oh. So, Whew. so the numbers the numbers say even with the the current stats, uh, he's got he he's up there, definitely. And then uh, uh, now I'm glad they don't have to play them till the end of July. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So now here's the thing uh, about the Marlins, and here's why I think they're okay. Uh, John Stolnes, uh, you might know him from yeah. uh, Hit and Season podcast. Yep. Uh, but John Stolnes pointed out that the Marlins have had the third easiest schedule in all of Major League Baseball so far this year. Oh, okay. So, you know, in fact, I saw the rankings somewhere recently. I, of course, I can't find them before the podcast today, but. Um, the Phillies have kind of actually been sort of in the mid road, uh, you know, in terms of of schedule, right? Uh, but right now we're going to see that the Marlins, you know, which which kind of began a stretch with which with uh, last night, they're, they're they're fighting a lot of really good teams uh, coming up. So um, they began a series uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays last night. They did win that, right? But they've got Blue Jays, Pirates. Well, mm-hmm. Pirates are, are expecting to fall off, but then they go. Red Sox, Braves, Cardinals, Phillies mm. as they get to July. Well, and the then, Cardinals stink, but the Red Sox are starting to pick it up a little yeah. bit. Orioles, Cardinals, Rockies, Rays, Tigers, Phillies. So anyway. That, a little up and down there. Yeah. yeah, it's a little up and down. But then once you get once the calendar hits August, you go Phillies, Rangers, Reds, who, by the way, you were the one who liked the Reds. I did. A lot of young talent on that team. And there they are, first place Reds. Yep. Uh, then uh, Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Padres, Nationals. Yeah. 
race. But anyway, like if you look at August, August is a really tough month for them. Good. So I, I got to think that they're going to regress. Uh, that, I would hope so. I, I think, yeah, of course, they'll come back to Earth a little bit. They do have to play the Phillies to start. Oh, well, that's the end of the July series and start of August I was talking about. And then the yeah. Phillies will have some opportunities to make ground because they'll have the Royals after that and then the Nationals, um, Twins. I mean, we're talking about teams that are all under 500. As I look forward to August here, they have the Nationals again in Washington. I mean, they really – I think the Blue Jays and the Giants, I'm just looking at August, they're going to be their toughest teams. They'll play three against the Cardinals. I mean, this is going to be a good month. Assuming things, you know, are now on a trajectory that we'll talk about where the Phillies are getting their mojo back. If they have a nice finish to June here and a good July, you can go into August and really make up some ground. I mean, Royals, Nationals, Twins, uh, sorry about that, and Cardinals. That's that's a pretty good good opportunity to make uh, make some hay. Now it's funny when the season began. I was looking at the Philly schedule, thinking it got tougher in the second half. Now it's it's not certainly not a cakewalk, but uh, but at least at how the teams have been playing this year, mm-hmm. the Phillies have have not had an easy schedule. It's been more middle of the road, and so right. you got to hope that once they, you know, now that now that Bryce Harper is starting to get into his stride, you know, that we're seeing Kyle Schwarber snap out of his April and May like he always does. That mm-hmm. you're hoping that by the end of next month the Phillies will have another starting pitcher. Um, you know they, they they could be poised to 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 hang in there. Yeah. Oh, I did not see this. So they they actually play the Marlins right before the All Star break in Miami. So that it's not end of July. It's it's early July there. So that'll be interesting because it comes whew, three against three at the Rays, then three at the Marlins headed into the All Star break. Can't wait to do a pod before that series. <laughs> Good old All Star break. Uh, that, that's that's uh. Where are they this year? I already forget. Uh, I want to go to a game. It's in uh, where is it? Um, T-Mobile Park. That's that's uh, is that, that's not San Francisco, is it? Seattle? Is that Seattle? Seattle, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. T- yeah, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Park. I got to get used to all these new names. You know, it's funny yeah, one these too. new. You know, the, the, we're right at the era where the naming contracts end when all these new stadiums started happening, you know? So right. it's, it's, you got to get used to all these names and I'm going, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to actually check out the, the San Francisco stadium for the first time in, in a couple of weeks. Nice. I don't remember what it's called, but Oracle, Oracle, right? So it's, is that uh, what it is now? <laughs> yeah. It's called or- Oracle park. So we just go back to calling it pack bell. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, Oh, by the way, the Phillies have a few years. We'll have to talk about over the winter, but there's only a few years left on the Phillies stadium naming uh, deal as well. So True. It, you could have a new new name in South Philadelphia, but but we'll worry about that later. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about this uh, this Phillies team now. Sure. So so let's talk about why they've been successful. Now the Phillies starting pitching, really getting it together, has been what has propelled this team. And and the funny thing is, they don't have a fifth starter yet. They don't. They they've it's funny how much we railed against it, <laughs> right? And then they've wound up making it by their bullpen games, their match drum games. Uh, the, at least the last two have been good, and then they've they've actually had some pretty decent hitting in those games to help. So he, let me break this down. This is courtesy of Phillies Muse on Twitter. Since June began, the calendar hit June. Starting pitching is first in ERA. First in fielding independent pitching, meaning how you know how would your ERA look if you had, right? Uh, you know your defense got you every time. Mm-hmm. First in WHIP, first in WAR, first in home runs per nine, first in batting average against. So the starters have a two five four ERA in June, 
The next closest is the Padres at three to five. Wow. Well, do you remember when we did our pod, you know, one or two pods ago, and we said, like, there's no no magic elixir here for the Phillies. No one, no trade that they're going to make. Nobody that they're going to call up. They just have to play better. And we identified Nola, Wheeler, Trey Turner, Schwarber, you know, your regulars who had to just play better. And certainly since then, I mean, Wheeler's last three starts have been really good. And it seems like, Frank, he's still working against himself. And a few of them, he was still working against a lower velocity, but he's been really good. And of course, you got 15 runs of support uh, against the Diamondbacks there in that win. But that was one run in six. Oakland, which you can say what you want there, Oakland, but they had been winning games until the, the Phillies went and played them. They had been, they weren't even at the time they played the Phillies, Frank. Oakland had not been the worst team in baseball anymore. The Royals had overtaken mm-hmm. uh, the athletics for that. So uh, that's just a small little glimmer of, uh, of of uh, icing on the cake there, but he pitched well there. And of course he had pitched well in that Detroit game. So um, you can say, look, A's, uh, the Tigers, they suck, but the Diamondbacks have played well until the Phillies got there. So you just got, you can only play who's against you, but obviously it's got to continue. Yeah. Just, it's just funny how many teams are just waking up all at once, by the way. I, I, I quickly mentioned the Reds, but they've won nine in a row as I'm yep. recording this. So yep. it's still a point in the season where we, we kept, we kept worrying, oh, it's getting late. It's getting late. It's getting late. Well, as we see, you can go on a tear, and then the whole playoff picture is so much different than it was two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, the Red Sox have won, I think, five straight. They're seven and three, you know, with Duvall coming back. And the Angels, who I also like going into this year, are starting to play better. They're above 500, which for them is amazing, right? So, so Phillies made some moves yesterday, which, which are pretty interesting. And, and this Mm -hmm. is, this is, I guess, congratulations to, to Cody Clemens. So, uh, yeah. Derek Hall activated from the injured list and option to triple A. Let's talk about that part of the, the deal first. So Phillies are, are going to stick with Cody Clemens. So what, what do you think about that? Well, I'm just how many games has Hall played games yet? It, he was playing triple A, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's, yeah, so, yeah. so he's he's uh, put together 59 at bats at triple A. Right, that's right. Batting 271 with an 813 mm-hmm. OPS. Two home runs, ten RBI. So I mean, his his numbers aren't bad at AAA. No, I'm a little surprised. I'm I, I'm one of the few who doesn't really, uh, you know, the whole Cody Clemens thing. He's been okay. He's hit some. He's hit better lately, and he's been become a little bit more dependable. But I kind of wanted the natural power hitting first baseman going into the year that we thought, you know, we wanted to take a look at, which was Derek Hall in place of. Reese Hoskins, I, I was hoping that he would get an opportunity, and I still think uh, it won't be long before he's back on the on the big club. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, so uh, Clemens currently batting two forty eight, four home runs, 12 RBI, OPS of 704. But, of course, if you look at his last 30 games, he's at 274, 432 slugging. So his OP, with his uh, on-base percentage of 330, his OPS is higher. However... Last seven games, he's been uh he's held off just a little bit, but mm-hmm. but he's had some big hits. I think that's fair to say. He has, and I remember we were kind of poking fun at the uh, ancillary home run that he would hit in a six one game or down six one. But now he's he's like I said, he's become more dependable. He's had some big hits, but at the end of the day, I really want that. I want Derek Hall back in that spot. So, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if you know two weeks from now, you know he's back with the club. Love to see. 
Well, maybe one one telling thing is he made his first appearance in right field the other day. Mm-hmm. So you got to wonder then is this is is his defensive versatility going to be what keeps him around? Maybe he won't be your starter, or maybe, maybe the Phillies are getting close to to putting Bryce Harper in the field. He's blown away every other projection, right? So, uh, but really, yeah. the All Star break we're only talking a few weeks, right? So that was kind of like the time that well, maybe Bryce Harper can play first base. Mm-hmm. Could that play into this year? Uh, you know, you and I both felt like that wasn't going to be the best, uh, you know, room for him, but it seems like the Phillies are, are hell bent on it. So it's going to happen. We'll have to say when. Yeah. Cody Clemens had had a couple innings at shortstop, even for the Phillies this year, one appearance in right field. Now, most of it's been first base. So, so I kind of said that I was kind of like, eh, on Clemens's defense at other positions. Uh, the Phillies seem to be agreeing with me because they're not using them there. So, um, but who knows? Maybe that'll change as they as they uh, get moving. Last year, he played most at third base. Uh, so the Phillies have not played him there yet, which is right. Which I suppose, if without a if you if you have a if you're going to have a lefty in there to bat, you might as well play him at at uh at first base because they don't have another lefty to play first. When and again, unless unless uh, Harper comes comes back, and then at that point. But Alec Bohm's got to play somewhere every day, right? Because he he makes yes. all the con- he makes all the contact. So yeah, but uh, but the yeah, thing about Cody that you give him credit for, Frank, is that he's here. I mean, this guy was literally a throw-in, right, to that trade. Um, well, it was Maton Vierling for Soto, and then they just like basically threw this kid in, right? Yeah, to me, to me, he was a throw-in. I didn't think he they they were acquiring him because I expected him to be a whole lot. Exactly. So it was like your bench guy for yeah. our two bench guys. Right. So it's sort of been like great. It's kind of like last year when you were able to get some some production from some guys that you did not expect, whether it was Veerling or Maton or, or somebody else coming up and, and giving a Sosa, you know, uh, or two years ago when Ronald Torres had a nice little uh, yeah. <laughs> stretch. And that's how I feel it's been with Clemens. I just don't know how long it's going to last. Yeah. Speaking of Sosa, he's kind of regressed into what you'd expect if he's playing a lot, you know, yes. which is 241 hitter power kind of dipped away. So, you know, the book's out on him, so I think they they figured out how to pitch him, and so uh, you're not seeing a whole whole lot from uh, Sosa. In fact, in the last last seven games, batting just 167, you go back a whole 30, batting 200 on the nose. So, so we were seeing him uh, kind of regress into what you thought he would be. So, right. Uh, but in this lineup, you you weren't asking him to be. You know, you shouldn't yeah. be asking him to be hitting over his his value. You you just need him to play really great defense and let everybody else do the hitting. Yeah, and interestingly, you saw some growing pains with him playing third every day in the beginning. And now he's, he's well, he's not playing every day, but he's playing a lot. Uh, but then you, I think you, yeah. you've seen him make some really nice plays lately. So Remember I the guess split, that the, the catch where he sort of did a split and fell. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. out. That was kind of great. That was great. <laughs> yeah. So he's made some nice plays. So, but uh, he should be back to a, a utility kind of role soon. So, uh, but but yeah, so uh, so what's the missing piece here then? If if Phillies are on this roll, if you were going to add to this team now, now to me, you can kind of add a bat. You have your choice, right? If if Harper's really going to play first, you have your choice of left field, third base, first base. Mm-hmm. And I say you have your choice because you don't have to play Harper at first base. Who would you add a bat to this, and what, what would you be looking for? Well, I mean. So I know the hot name is Paul Goldschmidt because yeah, well, 
<laughs> I don't think there's a chance in hell he's going anywhere. But anyway, go ahead. I don't either. I don't either. But that was going to be my point. I would add that because, like, if you have a chance to add an all-star player, why wouldn't you, right? I mean, that's just – you do it whether you were five games under or five games over. But um, in general, no. I mean, I don't I – don't, I don't think they really – the the weird thing about the Phillies right now, Frank, um, is they're not hitting for a lot of power outside of Schwarber. I mean, they are they're like nineteenth in home runs, which is sort of strange, right? Because um you would have thought that this would be a team that had more power. And when they the when we did a podcast after the first month of the season, we noted that they were top five in runs and they were um pretty good in on base percentage and and it's weird because they've scored runs it seems lately but they're they've slipped in the power and slugging department they're down to 11th in slugging percentage their on base percentage is down to 16th i mean these were all things that they were top 5 and top 10 at when they were doing poorly you know they're ninth in average which is i wouldn't have expected that going into the year if anything i would have thought the average would not be great but their ops uh is down to 12th so like you said the pitching has really started to come through. Suarez, by the way, it was a shame that that um, Sir Anthony Dominguez blew his his gem of an outing. Although they came back to win the game, but mm. um, pitching is really carrying them. I just think that this team needs a little bit more in the power department, which is weird because we're usually saying this team needs to manufacture runs. They can't just be swinging for the fences all the time. They're striking out, but outside of Schwarber, there just hasn't been the power stroke that you've expected. Obviously, Harper has not had the power, which doesn't surprise me because Muncie didn't have it until the second half of last year, coming off the same type of injury. Um, Castellanos has had more doubles power than, like, you know, long wall power, which is fine because he's coming off last year. Trey Turner, not a lot of power. I'm just – it's sort of surprising to see this team without it, and that's why I sort of think that Derek Hall will be back, you know, within within about two weeks. Yeah, I guess it all depends to me on on whether or not – they're actually going to make the move with Harper. I still think there's a chance they put Harper at first base long term, as mm-hmm. in it beyond this season. But but for, if I'm the Phillies, I'm trying to add. I try to get the best defensive right hand bat I can find. I don't believe there's any chance Paul Schuld, Paul Goldschmidt is going anywhere. I don't I don't even know where it began. I can't even find where this thing began. I think it was just a a sports talker in Philadelphia said, "Hey, we should get Goldschmidt." Of course, the Cardinals are going to trade it. Well. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that that that's rooted in any real trade rumor like the Cardinals were, you know, like the ones where the Cardinals might consider moving him if they continue to, you know, we didn't even get any of that. <laughs> Someone just decided, hey, I want that. Right. Right. It doesn't right. work that way. I'd love a mansion in Beverly Hills, too. Right. But no, <laughs> not going to happen. Me saying I want that doesn't mean all of a sudden it's it's going to be a reality. So so so. Goldschmidt, I think, is off the table, but you know, uh, I've always said this about Dombrowski. He always finds the guy that you never expect, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he can he, he can find a good defensive third baseman, and and I think you know if it's something like that's like an expiring deal, you know, you say to Alec Bohm, "Hey, listen, you've been so good for us. We still think you're a third baseman long term, but how about popping over to first base for the rest of the year so we can grab so and so?" And I think he'd be a team player. He'd be all for it, right? Right. Right. Uh, if you get a really good left fielder and you know that Harper can play in the field for you, well, then you could put Schwarber at DH, right? I, th- I think Schwarber is your defensive weakest link. Is that fair to say? Uh, I would think that's fair. Well, I mean, Castellanos is pretty weak as well. He's but, yeah. been, yeah, but he's been, <laughs> he's been okay. 
I think he's I think he's improved his defense a lot. So a but anyway, lot? my point okay, good. But my point is yeah, or if you find a nice first baseman who hits right handed, you know. Yeah. You could you could you could do that and just he just slides into where Reese is Reese mm-hmm. was for so long, right? So I and you keep you keep uh, Harper at DH till the offseason and figure things out with him. So yep. I think you've got some options here and but I would like one more right handed bat. Yeah, I mean, I tell you that Christian Walker discussion we had months ago would have been great, <laughs> except for the fact that the Diamondbacks are you know fourteen games over five hundred. So I don't think they're looking to move him. <laughs> no, I doubt he's going anywhere. Uh, yeah. He's a free agent after next year. So I mean, if they were, if they were really, unless they really think that they've they're out of it or they've or but they've had you have you seen that the Diamondbacks have a lot of young talent coming up. I think when you the Phillies play the Diamondbacks, you start to see that. Uh, the league's coming around to them. Yes. Um, but you know, like a lot of things, you know, it's the adjustment factor, right? So, uh, the beginning of the season, Brandon Marsh playing out of this world, but they figured out how to pitch to him, and he didn't make the adjustments yet. So, right. You know, we see that with a lot of these young players around the league, and the Diamondbacks happen to have a lot of them. But that said, I don't, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Diamondbacks end the season uh third place. In their division, uh, you know, which isn't to say like kudos for them for playing above expectations, but I don't think they're going to be at a point where they're going to start trading off uh, big pieces like that. Right. No, I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I was looking at some teams that weren't doing well. You know, uh, you wonder if the Royals have anybody that that maybe could come up and, and help them. You know, their their first baseman Prado is pretty young, though. He's He's kind of a prospect. I don't think they're going to try to get rid of him. Plus, he's left handed anyway. Let me let me ask you. I mean, I think if you're going to add first base, here's a, here's a name for you. How about Carlos Santana? I thought about that. <laughs> thought about that. He's a switch, right? He's a switch hitter. Yeah, I do like yeah. that about him. I, I it's a I shame that he was. See, for me, it's a shame that Carlos Santana was on the Phillies at, in such a roster that he didn't belong. <laughs> he, yes, I agree. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right and, guy, and, wrong time. And not yeah. to mention, he's he's uh, you know he's a high character guy. So we needed him to smash the TVs. When, yeah, when when the attitudes. But anyway, he's somebody that could be Trey. I don't think he's going to be a huge boost. But anyway, I just I just uh, I just see him as somebody that could be traded if the Pirates continue to slip. So right, I tell you, I give you a guy who I think who could could help the Phillies, and I don't know how much he costs. He's still young, but he's not great. He's on a team that's underperforming. It's Andrew Vaughn of the White Sox who can play first base and the outfield and is a right-handed hitter. Um, and he, he, you know, he's, he's been a good player, not a great player in the league. So I don't know that it would cost a ton. I don't know. I don't know how the White Sox feel about him, but I know they've been underperforming. So I like that name. I like that name. And, and again, he's the type of name that Dombrowski always seems to find the one that yes. nobody expects to be traded. And then next thing you know, uh, there's a deal, but right. But, you know, I think we're finally starting to see though which teams aren't going to be in it. I mean, uh, the the Athletics. I don't know that they had any, anybody left that would be interesting. No, Rotten Noda is a good player, but he's young and he's left-handed. So yeah, I mean, all their all their nice players are the type that are young and promising, right? So so it's kind of hard to figure out who your who your who the potential trade partners are still. Um, you know, Detroit is probably out of it, of course, but uh, I mean they're. What are they going to do, trade Miguel Cabrera? I don't think so. No, <laughs> I mean, like Torkelson's their prospect too. He's starting to come on. Yeah, bit. so like they're the type of team where they're they're you know it's it's Miguel Cabrera farewell tour and then the young guys. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you a great one. How about this one? <laughs> this will never happen. But the Royals suck. And they do. They've got a, They've got an old guy who makes a lot of money. Who's still 
still probably I'll probably play him at first base. Sal Perez. Nah. Uh, I didn't think so. <laughs> I, I yeah, I I, I don't th- I th- he's still a heck of a catcher. I, yes, I don't yes. think he's uh he could probably do it. I, I certainly uh I, I certainly wouldn't put it past him, but uh because he's a heck of a player, but uh former Wilmington Blue Rock, do you cover him? Um I might have. I might have. Uh, how long ago were you there? <laughs> That's probably probably too long ago at this point. Lo- well, uh what's his face? The pitcher who still p- who pitched for the Braves like Odorizzi. He was pitching okay. for the Blue Rocks when I covered them. Um, trying to think of uh, who else. All right, well, so now, now, now I got to look it up <laughs> because I'm like I opened up that can of worms. But let's see here. He played with the Blue Rocks in 2010. So I would have been. Um, that would have been my first year, I think, at Comcast Sportsnet. So I would have been okay. Done <laughs> so you missed. So you missed him anyway. Sorry about I that. But, but yeah, no, that's a nice. That's a nice thought. I don't. I don't know that they would. Uh, they would trade him, and I also don't know that they 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 have an actual first baseman that would interest uh, interest anybody. Yeah. But I mean, I think, who's playing first with them? Matt Duff. No, Matt Duff. I think Nick Prado, who is one of their prospects, along with Bobby Witt. You know, they came up through the mm-hmm. team. So. Yeah, they have they have somebody like like Matt Duffy, who's uh, a right-handed bat. He he seems to always be around everywhere. Yes, uh, but he's more of a bench player, and he's he's he usually hits pretty well. But he's kind of that uh, veteran bat that never really finds right. a place. I just thought it was funny Matt Duffy last year, like or, or it was like the moment the the Angels cut Pujols. He's wearing number five on the <laughs> roster, like immediately after. So. Uh, that was his. That was his last year. Yeah. Uh, but, but anyway, he's he's a nice little bat. That I don't know. But, but I, that's more supplementary. Honestly, I think than... this is. Yeah, I mean, it it doesn't have to be as much of a conversation if a couple of guys just pick it up a little bit. You know, Trey Turner's starting to pick it up, but he's got to get that on base percentage over way over three hundred. It's still under three hundred. I would like to see Bryson stop play every day, Frank. Um, I think he hits left-handers well. And so I think he does a lot of things well. He sees a lot of pitches. He fouls a lot of pitches off. I just feel like the lineup works better with him in it. And I know it's tough to figure out where to bat him in the lineup now, but I don't care. I just think he should be playing um, at least seventy percent of the games. I, I think he does, though. I, I think I think they are going to... that he hasn't been against left-handers. I, uh, he did get. I know he did get a day off the other day. Yeah, I think that was just a day off. Uh, you know, if I'm if I'm looking at his splits, he let's see how many games he's got. Thirty nine at bats against lefties and sixty six against righties, which is actually, I mean, considering how many righties there are in the league compared to lefties, I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sixty. Yeah, that's uh, sixty six like games. Excuse me. So it's one ninety seven and eighty. Okay. So one ninety seven versus righties, eighty against lefties. So I mean, that's that's about right, and and he's hitting three twenty five against lefties. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't think he's uh I don't think they're I think he just had a day off the other day. And I think uh you know, against the athletics is a good day to, to give him a day off. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I, I thought there was another game against the Diamondbacks where he didn't play uh as well, but I'm maybe I'm wrong. Um well, of course he, he 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 killed the Diamondbacks, his childhood uh team. Yes. <laughs> he loved playing there. Yeah. He had, a, he had a heck of a series. Yeah. Even when he's cooled off, even though the OBP is now around 330, which isn't bad. I'm just it, – it, it was higher before. I just – I think he's been really good and got to have him in the lineup. Obviously, Cassianos has been good. You're just looking for Schwarber now to 
the power is there. You'd like the more consistency, obviously, is batting average 187. OBP is starting to creep up now. It's at 330, which is good for him. I'd like to see it a little bit around 340, 345. Um, Alec Bohm, got to get a little bit hotter. I just think that, you know, guys, and, and look, they're about to go play the, the, the Braves here. So hopefully they don't kind of regress to the mean and look like the team from April and May against the Braves. They got a good opportunity because they faced Strider early, get him out of the get him out of the way after the first game. Plus you're matching Strider with Suarez, who's been really good lately or a lot better. Um and then you got to face two pitchers who have been good but like not as experienced, right? They're they're starting a guy, a guy making his second start. This uh what's his Shaver Smith? Shaver for the AJ Smith Shaver. Shaver. Yeah. And then Bryce Elder, who's been very good, but again, it's not like he's been pitching for five years either. Yeah, so they're facing. Yeah, those are the. So you're talking righties then for the yeah. uh, for the whole series. So yeah, I, I'd expect him to play all three games. By the way, you were you were right. He did uh, looking at the uh, Arizona series when the Tommy Henry start. He actually came right. in halfway through the game. So yeah, I don't I don't know why they would have needed to do that, but uh, but uh, yeah, but I, I think I think at this point. The place you're gonna see the platoon is in center field. I mean, uh, we've we've definitely seen Marsh tail off and yep. and, and Christian Pache. Uh, what do you think, of Christian Pache? He's back and he's he seems like the he's picked up where he's left off. Well, he made a great catch in game two against the A's, which helped. And I so I remember I can remember Marsh being at the top of the stairs, like really clapping him. So I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. The Wearing sim- Bryson Stott's BP jersey, by the way. <laughs> that's just a <laughs> random thing you notice. Um. All, but I, but with with three righties, I want to see Marsh in the game. You know, I mean, I, he's still a great defensive center fielder, um, left-handed bat. I think he makes hard outs. Like when I watch, when I've watched him, I don't think he's lost at the plate. Even though his batting average has cooled off and his his on base percentage is still pretty good, if if I'm not mistaken, right? It's still three forty, yeah. So, um, if they want to start Pache, let's say they take the first two games against the Braves, which would be amazing, and they start. Pache in the third game. I guess I'm okay with that, but I really want to see Marsh in, in game one and game two. Well, here's the fun thing. So he just got off his series with the Athletics, the team that let him go last year. Well, the Braves are the other team that mm-hmm. gave up on Pache. So that is true. I, you know, as I was tweeting about, I think I called the Pache Revenge Tour 2023. So uh, <laughs> I would expect him to do something against the Braves. Yeah. Well, but so- but is it? I will say he didn't have any hits the first two games against Oakland, but man, that defense, uh, his speed, yeah, right. I mean, isn't it nice that when you have the ghost runner on second and it's him that that you feel like you can know you can make some things happen. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm still annoyed Sosa didn't bunt with with Pache on second to wow, bunt the runner over. You know, have, have they? Can they use? Do you think they'll use Pache if you're gonna? Let's say you start Marsh these two games against the Braves, and you got like 4-3 or 3-2 leads going into the ninth. Wouldn't you want to use Pache as a defensive corner outfielder? Oh, I would I would hope so. Yeah. I, or, or you know what? There'll be there'll be games where if, if you have a day off for Castellanos or, or mm-hmm. Schwarber, um, I don't know if they want to give them off this series, especially after being off today. And with That's what I'm Castellanos saying. I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. Uh, the end of the game, absolutely. I mean, he's, yeah. you need that defense. You saw him in left to close the game uh, yesterday, right? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would think that 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 would be what they do, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I know it's just June. I know there's a lot of games to play, but you're coming home. It is the Braves again. 
the Braves are great, but they are, they don't have Freed, right? They don't, the Anderson's down. We were talking about, they don't have Kyle Wright. So you've got Strider who, you you know, you've, you've beaten before in a big game. And then two guys who, if you're swinging the bats, well, you, you want to compete. You know, like, I don't want backups all throughout the lineups here. I really want, you know, if you take two out of three or three out of three, if you're lucky enough to do that, then maybe you rest a, a guy or two against the Mets in game one. But I'm I'm throwing my best horses out in this series. I'm trying to capitalize off what what I've done over the last 10, 11 games. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm looking at the numbers, though. I will say he's actually fared better against lefties than righty Spencer Strider has. So, um, but I would just say get your best, get your best out there. Yes, yeah, and uh, I and I do think Harper is making some really long out. Like I, I don't think he's that far behind in power, even though it's been a long time seeing a home run. He's driving the ball to left field, which is always a great sign. That's what he does best anyway. Um, and he had a few that almost that you know were were deep, like hit on the screws, just didn't leave the park um, in the last few days. So I think he's getting close to it, Frank. Yeah, I'm with you. And then, uh, but they're facing. I will say, let's, I mean, let's break down this this Braves rotation the Phillies will face. Then, so so Strider, mm-hmm. Strider, right? Yes. You know he, you know he's 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 legit. ERA yep. a little high. He is giving up more runs than usual, mm-hmm. but. He could be just dominant, right? So I think we we all know that. So striking out sixty in his last thirty eight innings. Guys, one hundred and twenty seven strikeouts in seventy eight innings. That's, that's yeah. pretty damn good. I am just looking at his last seven starts there, but yeah, fourteen starts in the season. Yeah, one hundred twenty seven and and uh, it's 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 unbelievable. So he's going to strike a lot of guys anything. out. Yeah. However, he's been anything. giving up in his la- his last seven games. His ERA has been five five nine. So right. people that have made contact have fared well against him so uh, is this Phillies team able to make that contact well you know we remember when we talked about how much this team sort of misses that spark plug that that Reese Hoskins provides and of course like what what do you think of most when you think of their brave series is you think of you know Strider and Noah just going at it and it's looking like it's going to be one of those freaking games and then all of a sudden Hoskins just whacks one for a three-run home run right and just opens it up and someone's Mm got to be that guy in this game, in game one, someone's got to take that Hoskins role. And I hope it's, you know, Harper, if they pitch to him or, you know, I don't care who it is. It'd be great if it's Trey Turner, because he really needs to be consistent, but someone's got to get to Strider early and open it up. Uh, like you said, he will give up a long ball here and there and, and, and sort of get that momentum going. So Bryce Elder, game two, Bryce Elder has been pretty good. Uh, I thought 14, he was game three. Or I believe it's Strider. Elder, or did I have that mixed up? I thought it was Strider, Smith, Sawyer, Shaver, whatever, and then Elder. But I could be, <laughs> I could be wrong. Maybe I had that wrong. Now, maybe I just had. I I opened up the tabs in preparation. I probably just have them out of order. So I, I thought I did it. Okay, yeah. So Smith Shaver Shalver, excuse me, is <laughs> I got to get used to saying that name. So Smith Shalver's game two. This right. is this will be his third major league start, and uh, just drafted in 2021. Uh, looked really good in AAA before the call up. Last year, he had an ERA over five in Class A, jumps over Double A, uh, so he is uh, he's still a little bit raw, I would imagine. Yes, yeah. I don't know how the Braves do this, man. Like they really, it's like every pitcher they call up is good. You know, like, who, did you know who Bryce Elder was three years ago? Did you know who Smith Schwarber was? He wasn't even drafted um, two years ago. The t- That's what I'm point. saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but I also sense that like 
there's like some intimidation, man. I just want the Phillies to go out there and be like, we can beat these guys. They're, they they haven't done anything other than and Strider really hasn't done anything other than pitch really really well in regular season. But let's go jump and but they've jumped on him before, so let's do it again. Yeah, and Elder in Game Three. I, I I'm looking at I'm looking at the weather. I don't know if there's going to be a Game Three. Uh, yeah. Thursday looks like a complete washout. So I know. Um, so, so I guess the key would be to get to, and, and I, I probably jinxed myself because when we had the smoke out, I thought, hey, well, look, Phillies are in a good spot. There's no other, other than the the, the regularly scheduled doubleheader against the Padres, mm-hmm. which I still don't understand why they did that on purpose. Um, there's no other doubleheader scheduled. So right. I, I mentioned they dodged the rain. Well, I think the rain's finally catching up to them this week. So yeah. uh, could, we could see some interruptions. And all that's good. Uh, the last thing I, I do want to mention is that the starting rotation, the Phillies are set to uh, have three actual starting pitchers going against the Braves in this yes. series. So Ranger Suarez in game one. He's been good lately, of course. Aaron Nola, game two. Taiwan Walker, who's also been Mr. June, game three. By the way, what do you what do you think of Nola? We're really starting to see a trend here that he's not doing well pitching out of the stretch. Yes, he's not doing well pitching out of the stretch, and he is the victim of a bad inning quite often. Like, he can pitch a really nice game, but have a four run inning and he's given up the, he's, he's probably given up more home runs this year than he normally gives up. Right. I mean, he's that's kind of dogged him in the past, but I guess yeah. because he's not a 98, 99 hundred, but you know, he hangs one every once in a while. And there's so many good mistake hitters in this league. Um, but that's, that's to me is what has just kept him from being consistent. Just the one bad inning. Yeah. So course, he, he, he's up to 15 home runs on the season last year of all last year. He had 19 given up in 32 yeah. starts. So in 15 starts, 15 home runs. So right. I, I did see a stat that that's what 11 games in a row or 10 games in a row he's allowed a home run, and and the record yeah. for the Phillies is uh, Randy Wolf with 11. I think that's what it was. Right. So uh, that's. <laughs> hey, Strider's allowed 12 12 home runs in 14 starts. So I mean, like that's you know I don't know. It must maybe it's uh, these guys are just having trouble putting keeping the ball low to mistake hitters. I guess you just gotta keep keep uh, keep keep avoiding walks because you don't want anybody on base before them. So right. I mean, if he gives up a if he gives up a, a home run now and then because he's I'm sorry I I quoted it wrong. Eleven straight starts he has allowed a home run, mm. second longest in Phillies history behind twelve from Randy Wolf in right. two thousand. So um, yeah, so if, he, if, he, if as long as he doesn't walk guys and then give up the home run because it seems like he walks the guy, then mm-hmm. then he gets into the stretch, doesn't feel comfortable. And then, boom. 100%. 100%. And sometimes with him, I fear it's not like the cleanup hitter, too. It's like I can see him doing well against Olsen, doing well against Riley, then, like, you know, walking in Albies, and then all of a sudden Ozuna pops one over the fence for for two runs. It's like, oh, come on. You're getting beat by Ozuna. Who's who's that type of guy? He's a mistake hitter, you know? Yeah, and then it always feels like they'll be up 2 nothing, and then it feels like they're cruising, and then – yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll have to watch out that for that with, with Noli. By the way, in his last seven games, he is four and one with a two seven OER. Or mm-hmm. excuse me. I'm looking at the wrong guy. I'm on to my next guy, Taiwan Walker. His last seven games, four and one, two seven OERA. Has he turned the corner? Well, I feel like he's pitching differently, don't you? Like he's, he's, his velocity is just not there. So he's learning sort of to pitch with less velocity, which is always good. That makes somebody a better pitcher. Uh, but he's doing what he, what a fourth starter should do, uh, maybe even a little bit more over the last five or six starts. Now, I'd have to go look. I feel like he, every time he starts a game, Frank, that it's like one of those games where the opponent is either starting like, 
a not great pitcher. I mean, that's what happens when you're the four starter too, or you're facing a lineup of backups or something, but I'm not listening. And the way things started for him, I'm just glad he's turned it around and pitched well. He's just got to keep you in the game. That's what you need to do. Have him keep you in the game. Well, Phillies have three actual starting pitchers. Uh, Friday will be a bullpen game, provided that, or well, I would say bullpen game, probably be Christopher Sanchez, who, yeah. who didn't look so bad until he got hit on the hand. Yeah. Had to leave. Right. But even in that series, right, yeah, you 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 start a bullpen game, which sucks. But then your next two games, you come back with Wheeler and Suarez, right? So you're throwing two really good horses against the Mets there. I mean, seven games or six games here. Three. And I three. think that's on purpose, right? They're they're definitely well. I mean, he is. <laughs> I guess the bull the bullpen day would be the fifth starter most times, but you know, I think they definitely wanted to have him with some some length on either end. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I was just saying, Christopher Sanchez uh, will get another start. Um, so that was actually a second start of the season. If you, <laughs> it right. feels like it, it was so early, I guess that it feels like it was, uh, um, you know, forever ago, but, uh, um, he had that one in April, uh, before he got hurt. Uh, but yeah, for game four innings probably could have gone more if, if he didn't have that ball hit his hand, but x-rays are negative. Uh, he will, he will get the ball again and you got to hope that they can, can get... honestly, if they get, if they have length from the, the pitchers on either end, and they get four innings out of Sanchez each time. They can work with that. I, I agree. I think I mean, they, it's not ideal, but you know, yep. they can they can they can make this. They can get by until ideally they add somebody. I, I by the way, I, I saw a lot of debate online. Add a bat, add a pitcher. I say both. They don't have no, to be yeah. the. I just want someone that can throw some innings. They don't need to be the best fifth starter in the world, but um, I think that they can get both. Yeah, like they got out of Syndergaard last year. You know. You just yep. got a guy who can get that other start you a game. Yeah. Um give me four and two in this in this six game series, Frank. There's I think they could do it. I I I think the Phillies can I think I think the Phillies can win two out of three against Atlanta if they if they play three uh mm-hmm. before this rain comes in Thursday. But uh for me I think I think the Mets won't be a problem this time around. Uh but I, I would. I think it all depends on whether or not they can they can get it to str- take take it to Strider. I think mm-hmm. that's going to really. I th- I think if they can get to Strider early on Tuesday night, I think they're they're set. I'm with you. I'm looking forward to it. All right, well, Jeff, this, we've gone longer than usual, so there's been, a lot to talk about. <laughs> there's been a lot to talk about, and I'm sure all season long there'll be more to talk about, but. But we'll, we'll call it a day for now. This has been the Powder Blue Podcast. Frank Close, Jeff Mosher. Catch you next time. <laughs>